Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. The Book of Wisdom has a beautiful description of the spirit of wisdom in chapter 7. It has so many adjectives that are beautiful. Listen, the in wisdom is a spirit intelligent. It has to do with the mind, holy. It has to do with the purity of the alignment with the divine, unique. It means that God speaks to each one of us in a way that we can listen and transfer that understanding and that knowledge and that interpretation of the things around us that God wants to share with us. Manifold, subtle, agile. Each one of those words, we could meditate, right? It's clear, it's unstained, it's certain, it's not vainful, it's loving, the good, keen, unhampered, beneficent, kindly, firm, secure, tranquil, all-powerful, all-seeing, and pervading all spirits, though they be intelligent, pure, and very subtle. So some of these words are repeated, right? And those are the ones to pay more attention. The fact that there's a purity and a subtlety, that there is, one has to pay close attention because God is going to speak in a very soft, subtle voice. Wisdom is mobile beyond all motion. It is going to move quick in the spirit. And it's going to penetrate and pervade all things by reason of her purity. So purity is repeated a number of times. And intelligent is repeated a number of times. In order to hear the word of God, which is wisdom itself, God, Jesus is wisdom itself. In order to hear it, we have to be attuned to that aura of the might of God. It is described also as pure effusion of the glory of the Almighty. She is the refulgence of eternal light, the spotless mirror of the power of God the image of his goodness. I find this book to be so important. Look what it says. It passes into souls from age to age, producing friends of God and prophets, renews everything while herself herself perduring. And she who is one can do all things. For there is not God loves be it not one who dwells with wisdom. She's fairer than the sun, surpasses every constellation of the stars. Some of this is why it was thought to be written by King Solomon, because he 
wanted wisdom above all things when God spoke to him and said, tell me what you'd like. And this is the pursuit of wisdom that caused him to be the one that built the temple of Jerusalem, the dwelling place of God. I love that my name means wisdom because it is a high calling, but it makes me pay attention to places that speak about wisdom because I am reminded of it in my own name as a name that I've always loved. It was the name of my grandmother. I'm sorry, my great-grandmother, my father's grandmother that I never met. In Psalm 119, we connect wisdom to the word of God. Your word is forever, O Lord. It endures forever. It is firm as the heavens through all generations. Your truth endures. You establish the earth and it stands firm. This is the wisdom of the Lord. The wisdom is the word of God itself. When we dwell in the word of God, we are soaking in wisdom. When we are seeking the counsel of the Lord, right? We are following the commands that are setting the world in motion. And they are the ones that set our world in motion, but we have to ascend to them. God loved us so much. He gave us freedom and he wants us to request that Lord teach us your statues and let my soul live to praise you. And may your ordinances help me to praise you. In the gospel for today, Jesus is asked by the Pharisees in Luke 17, when the kingdom of God would come. And Jesus says, the coming of the kingdom of God cannot be observed and no one will announce, look, here it is or there it is. For behold, the kingdom of God is amongst you. For the day, the days will come when you will no longer, where you will long to see one of the days of the son of man, but you will not see it. There will be those who will say to you, look, there he is. Look, here he is. Do not go off. Do not run in pursuit for just as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other. So will the son of man be in his day? But first he must suffer greatly and be rejected by this generation. As Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem, he keeps telling them, I am going to suffer greatly. I am going to die. And I wonder what they think about this and what the conversations are. We get glimpses of it. We'll defend you, you know, as Peter is wanting to say in some way. And we know that we've got zealots in the group that would have been very ready to take up arms. And that there's a big crowd of followers that maybe could be enticed to defend them. But Jesus is walking and telling them the kingdom of God is amongst you. And when you hear that it will come another time, know that I'm already telling you it is here amongst you. And many that are seeing the Son of Man are not believing, even today. Jesus is present. He's still working with signs, miracles, and wonders amongst us. And there's people who will not believe. There's people who will say, those are ancient thoughts, and we live in progressive times, and they are not applicable to us. We come to your throne, Father, knowing that you are the vine, and we are the branches, and that you say, whoever remains in you, and you in us will bear much fruit. Let us be fruit-bearing, Father, 
let us be light for the world. Let us be people that know that the kingdom of God is already amongst us, Father. And we ask this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.